3: The story that we are reporting on in this segment of the Exxon Radio and TV show has already been reported by other members of the media. I, Rob McConnell, and the Exxon Radio and TV show takes no position whatsoever as to the truth or veracity of these reports and or allegations. back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave, my studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Toll free 1-877-528-8255. That is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at 1-877-528-TALK. My email address is xzone@talkstarradio.com at talkstarradio.com on MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com and our website's www.exzoneradio.com www.xonetv.com where you can watch and listen to our show from our studios live Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern and our store website at www.xzonestore.com. My guest this hour is Alexandra Holzer and uh, she is a member of the organi- she is a member of several organizations such as the SCBWI, firstwriters.com, imb, uh, imdbpro.com, absolutewriters.com. Her father is the original Ghost Hunter, published author Professor Hans Holzer, who has a PhD, and he has written 145 uh, six titles in genres of parapsychology. And uh, it's always great having Alexandra with us, and uh, she's following her dad's footsteps. And Alexandra, welcome back to the X-Zone. How are you?
4: Thank you, Rob. I'm great. Thank you for having me back on. Always a pleasure.
3: It's great having you with us. Now, you are such a busy young lady. How do you keep everything uh, in line?
4: Oh, I don't know. I cracked the whip a few times, you know.
5: <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> um, You know, it's... It's a lot, you know, raising four children and um writing and trying to get projects off the ground and dealing with people out, you know, in Hollywood land and and you know, it's just very bizarre, but it can be done and um I really am following in my father's footsteps in a lot of respects, so it's really eerie. So You
3: are you are a master of uh, multitasking.
4: I I think I am. I've always been pretty good at at telling people what to do and how to do it. So I don't know. <laughs> Maybe
3: it's because I'm a woman. I have no clue. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think think you're selling yourself very short there. I think that you're a very talented young lady.
5: Thank
4: you.
3: And uh, four children, my goodness. God bless you. Thank you, yeah. Tell me, (laughs) do do you get a lot of calls from people who are saying, you're not going to believe this, but I think my house is haunted?
4: I get, you know, well, of course, nowadays everything's email. Um, mm-hmm. if they call me, I'm, I can't talk goodbye. My father used to do that. He used to hang up on people. It's, I mean, he just, I have no time. Call me back in an hour. You think the ghost is going to wait or something? So, you know, um, I get the emails. I do. I get people that tell me, um, their stories. And I, I take uh-huh. casework, um, via email. And sometimes I'll get the phone calls and I'll, you know, call them or they'll call here and, um, you get a lot of it and I think because right now I call it like the paranormal boom, mm-hmm. you have to really be careful especially today because of cable network and and you know, TV shows and things. You really want to make sure these people are being genuine and not looking for attention. So
5: yeah. it's even more
4: it's harder today, I think, so. All
3: right, let's talk more about this on the other side of this commercial break, Alexandra. Okay. Alexandra Holzer is our very special guest and her website is hauntingholzer.com. H-A-U-N-T-I-N-G-H-O-L-Z-E-R.com. And Alexandra and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Xone continues. We're right here live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, our toll-free number is one 877 toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 877 My producer tonight at Master Control is the one and only Gotham City kid himself, Batman. Batman, Alexander Holzer, and I will return on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as we continue right here on Talkstar. Holzer's Holzer is our very special guest. www.hauntingholzer.com. hauntingholzer. Alexandra, before we go into the commercial break, you you made a reference to the the uh, television shows that are out there. As uh, you know, and um, I, I have to ask you, as as a professional, mm-hmm. do you find that a lot of these shows are a benefit or a or a um, or else? hindrance? <laughs> Thank you. To, yeah. to, to the professional uh, investigators when it comes to hauntings and ghost uh, research.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's like a catch-22. Yeah. yeah, even in the paranormal, we have that, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's both. And an example is in my father's day, and I recently found this out from my mother. My father was trying to get his own show and this is back, I believe, in the 70s, -hmm. and they didn't have cable. So it was really very, very much, you know, maybe six to eight channels of what you could appear on, and they didn't have shows like this. So um, now what you have is the reverse, where there's so much opportunity, and the market gets flooded with it because when one goes, the other one goes. And I think it's really great in the sense that it – your awareness into it because I think today's a society we've changed and we need to see things visually more so than in the past where we could actually read um, information where now we need to see it in our face quick 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 and so so we've evolved as a society and so if we have it on TV we might have a better chance of understanding it quicker and getting the information quicker versus you know sitting down and reading a book Um, so it's great in one respect but in the other respect when you have a lot of it and a lot of them are not credible or, you know, they're not providing, you know, the type of information that would help people right. and also be, you know, I know I understand it has to be entertaining, but there are some that are and there are some that aren't. So I think, you know, it can hurt and it can help. So that was kind
3: of tough. But I, I think that the entertaining aspect takes away from the credibility of so many uh, real investigators and researchers that are out there. Everyone expects a, a ghost haunting or a ghost research session to be finished within 22 minutes and then put your own commercials in. Well,
4: but that's the thing. You have to really... You can do it entertaining. I mean, yes. listen, I could do a great dance show for you, but if you get something out of it and you've learned something and you have respect for me and my performance, then I've done my job and you can walk away wanting to come back for more. Exactly. And I think it's kind of like a game. You know, you really have to... Um, present it carefully. And also, we have our youth nowadays that are more interested in ghosts and UFOs, and it's just a huge phenomenon. And you really have to kind of cater to everybody all ages, you know, and think about that and be responsible for what you put out. So it's great while you're on TV doing it, but you also have to be responsible and also educate the people saying, listen, you have to revisit places. If we're not going to get something on film, let's have an intelligent discussion and do something else that's just as entertaining you know, on the topics itself and keep it going.
3: So Maybe you can help me understand this, uh, Alexandra. There are certain places where ghost hunters and, and um, people who have an interest in the paranormal keep going time after time after time after time mm-hmm. after time after time. Mm-hmm. Is this normal where the haunted activity would be there so prevalent that no matter who goes, when they go, they are always... Uh, given a haunted show, so to speak
4: right well, you know you've got you've got these these places that have been known to have paranormal activity for centuries, and you've got these poor ghosts sitting there, oh, another camera crew already leave, we're not going, go <laughs> go find another place to shoot you know i mean it's it's really you know there are places that are haunted um because you know people couldn't move on, and there was tragedy, but mm-hmm. after time it does dissolve and we have what we call impressions. And so there's a big difference. And deciphering the two depends on what you catch on film because we do have technology today versus in my father's day. It wasn't as advanced, but you can still, with a great medium, you really can't pull through information and, and you know, photography. Um, a lot of times these places are more about the environment and giving you that creepy feeling that you catch on film, which is enough You know, to give that fulfillment and then walk away It doesn't mean necessarily there's something bad going there Or that there's still, you know, residual effects. There could be History has impressions everywhere we are around the globe I mean, Europe is, you know, the most haunted Because it's been around the longest Longest, You know, the most inhabited So it really takes a lot of research in that one area And I I think when we go back, you know, it has to be a lot Just Mm -hmm. for that one investigative group To really make sure we have all that information
3: now, how long have you been involved in investigating the paranormal?
4: Not long at all. I mean, I grew up with it. You know, it's Oh, yeah. Like I, it's, I, yeah, yeah
3: I, I know that. But, I mean, away from your dad.
4: Yeah. Well, um, personally, not that long. No you way. Know? Um, it's only been a couple of years that I've discovered that, you know, I've had my own awakening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, everything reverts back to how I grew up only because it was part of my life. I just didn't realize it. And I think a lot of people... Um, have that where they've had experiences, but they don't want to talk about it. And when you investigate, you know, what does that mean? Does it mean how many tools you have on your belt, you know, nowadays, versus in his day where you went with a medium? Um, You know, for me it's about, you know, getting to know the situation and the case and the location and what is going on. And it's a lot of work, a lot of time, and making sure it's validated because, like I was saying before, there are a lot of people that are looking to get on film. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that are genuinely afraid. There's a lot of bad things that happen. So it's a process. It's going to be like this until I pass. You know, it's a process.
3: Now, have you ever been in a situation, uh, Alexandra, where a negative entity or a negative spirit has actually taken a um, a stab at you, so to speak?
4: Yeah. No. No. I don't. And you know what? And I, I don't know if I'll ever have that. Um, happen. You know, I hope not. (laughs) I'll be running as fast as I can. But, um, you know, uh, no, I don't. It's almost like I feel like I'm very protected. You know, I feel like it's understood that when I go about this, it's for the right reasons and that I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not trying to bait anything to come out for whatever purpose. It's more about having a respect factor because I think people have to understand you do have to respect the other side. You know, if if you cross, and you cross well, for instance, you know, you want people to, to still respect you. You know, I believe that mm-hmm. you still feel. I do believe you still exist. It's just in a different plane. You're not physical. doesn't mean you're still not there. So I, I believe that I, you know, I'm protected and I'm guided, and, and I believe in that. Um, and I'm also not stupid, and I don't think I would pull anything out or bait it. I think there's a point where you just kind of let it be. You know, I mean when you're helping people is one thing and you have to really help people, there are bad things that happen, but I think I think I'm pretty well protected, so has there,
3: <laughs> has, has there ever been a time, Alexander, where the the hair on the back of your neck has stood up and you say, Oh my God.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I've I've walked into places, uh Ringwood Manor is one of them in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um where I've I've walked in, um and this was before my awakening. You know, this is when, when I was in my twenties and um, we had all gone there for a visit, and I didn't even know my father wrote a book on this, this place. I mean, I was just not involved with any of this. I mean, that's how out of it I was. And we walked through this place, and this place was very old. They didn't have any air conditioning. Um, you know, these houses were um, small spaces, very hot, and it was in the summertime. And we walked by these roped rooms, and in this one room, all this coldness, all this air came out, and there was no vents, there was nothing. And I sat there and I saw a figure of a woman and I turned away and I felt just yikes, you know. Um, it was just it was just very. Uh, that's that's when everything stood up on me and I just I said we need to keep moving. But I knew there was somebody there watching me. You know. Ha- so. to, to,
3: your, to your knowledge, has anyone ever been physically harmed by a spirit?
4: um i've I've read cases. I've heard cases. Um, my father thinks it's silly. I personally, I don't. i I think there are a lot of people that claim in the poltergeist activity mm-hmm. there can be objects that are picked up and thrown about. I think people have been. i've I've heard enough. i've i've you know, I've seen a lot of videos and a lot of footage, and I do think there's a lot of things that happen. and you can physically be pushed down a flight of stairs. You can be physically touched by. Um, an entity that's violent and perhaps violent in their life. So, yeah.
3: Are children more susceptible to encounters with the paranormal or are adults?
4: I think children, because they're uh, pure and unaware and are easier, uh, you know, portals, I guess, portals open up and they mm-hmm. can get to them because they're just, there's no fear there, you know, they're open. And the whole point of when you're connecting is you have to be open. And as adults, it's harder when we grow up because we go through life and we become harder individuals. So, yeah, children are very susceptible, extremely.
5: When you,
3: when you have been out doing uh, any paranormal research, is there ever a crossover between ghosts, spirits, to angels?
4: Um, I really, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I've, I you know, my own personal experiences, I think, Sometimes spirit guides that can be family or friends that have crossed over to come and watch you and other people can also mm-hmm. be your angel. And then there are those that are not of the earth, meaning they've never been born here, that are strictly angels that are come in, come in any form to you to appear because you're in need of help. Um, when it comes to you know spirits, if they're helping and guiding you, they are, in essence, your angel because they're here to you know help, not hurt. So, to me, it's one and the same. If they're, if they're helping you, it really doesn't matter. They're your angel.
3: Throughout the uh, course of your your uh, research into the paranormal, how many investigations have you done? Or how, how much research have you done, let's say, at one location?
4: Um, there's been a few in my area where I've gone back a few times, mm-hmm. where I live in upstate New York, and I've done them actually privately. I'm not, I don't go around saying, you know, I've done this house and that place or this... Because I'm not looking for that. And the thing is, everybody's doing that in filming. Um, And what I've found is what I've had to do is things have happened, and I've had to go back and kind of reassess the situation. And, you know, every day is different. If you go back on one moment, you might get something on film that wasn't there before because whoever was occupying the space wasn't ready to come out. You know, it's not like on demand where Mm -hmm. you, you go in knowing there's a case, there's activity as per the people. And then, you know, something happens where, you know, uh, the you know cup on the table moves. Um, it takes a lot. And so you do have to go back at least twice and interview and tape record and all that. So I've been doing that locally in my area.
3: Alexandra, please stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back after the news. Alexandra Holzer is our, our very special guest this hour, www.hauntingholzer hauntingholze com. Alexander and I will be back on the other side of the news as the Exxon continues right here on the Talk Star Radio Network.
1: Here's a DVD offer that should be of special interest to Exxon fans. Fifty of the most inexcusably implausible sci-fi movies ever made yours for about 55 cents each not to rent but to own marvel at the transformation of the wasp woman fear for the future of the planet when only a flying turtle gamera the invisible stands between us and oblivion flee in terror from the snow creature feel your skin crawl from the horrors of spider island and if that isn't
0: enough great news
1: There's always the robot monster in a monkey suit with a fishbowl on his head. More movies than we can name here for just twenty-seven ninety-nine plus shipping and handling. Go to TalkStarRadio.com and check out the video bookstore and bazaar. 50 sci-fi movies so funky they're fabulous. See the whole list for $27.99. That's at TalkStarRadio.com. Online, TalkStarRadio.com. If you currently have a short-term fixed-rate home mortgage, you do need to listen to this. The mortgage industry is rapidly changing and no one knows that better than your friends in the money business Prime Pacific Capital. Every day, new guidelines are making it more and more difficult for homeowners to refinance the current mortgage. Don't get caught with the high interest rate and increased payments once that loan automatically adjusts. Interest rates are still low. Call Prime Pacific Capital today and refinance into a long-term low rate fixed mortgage. No matter what your credit situation or what state you live in, Prime Pacific Capital will work to secure a new loan for you. Don't count yourself out until you give us a call. A loan specialist is standing by to assist you with your free consultation. Make that call today 1 866 464 1800 1 464 Call Prime Pacific Capital at 1 866 464
5: My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Sponza, and you're listening to my dad, Ron McConnell, on the XM. Xen-
3: this is Psychic Dorothy.
1: An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day, up on a ridge he rested as he went along his way, when all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw, plowing through the ragged skies, and up the cloudy draw. Their brands were still on fire, and their hoods were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny, and their hot breath he could feel. A bolt of fear went through him.
3: Elizabeth Holzer, Alexandra Holzer, is our very special guest. And her website is uh, is hauntingholzer.com. God, www.hauntingholzer.com. Got it straight. www.hauntingholzer.com and uh Alexander, when you go in to do a an investigation or into a home to see what's going on how do you proceed
4: Um, uh, well you know i do a lot of everything so i'm not just somebody that goes and investigates that's just the first thing i want people to understand i don't want to do this i don't have a group because everybody has a group and i'm not looking to do what everybody else is doing. you're
3: not into groupies yeah no
4: i it's because it's being done and i'm not i'm i'm looking to pioneer a female in the industry to do it with respect and go back to the olden days with some of the stuff we have today and mix it up Mm -hmm. but when i do do it i do it privately just for that reason alone um you go with a really good validated medium which i have found And not on purpose, by the way, that's the kicker of it. So it's obviously meant to be, and we've been working together, and we have, you know, tape recorder. Uh, I have a digital, so I've updated, and uh, we have our camera. And we go in with information, and we ask, you know, all the questions, and we feel the environment, and we go throughout the house. If it's a house, if you're on a piece of property, same thing. And you just, you know, you ask the questions, you know, what exactly is going on. And usually when people contact you anyway, you're getting a lump full of information, and you can get a lot out of people before you go to the location to kind of determine whether or not, you know, what you're up against would be a better choice of words. What
3: what type of questions would you ask?
4: Well, one of the first things I would ask is what's the history of the place? You know, if Mm -hmm. you're dealing with a house, you know, are you the original homeowners? Do you know um, when the house was built? Is there any paperwork on the house? You know, you want to get information on the location. And then the second question is, once you get all that, you know, is basically, do you know of anything that's happened in the house? You know, is there any tragedies? Was there anything in the papers? You have to, you know, a lot of times people have to go to the local libraries. They have to dig things up. But when you have a really great medium, they pull out those names. They pull out dates. You know, Henry from 1802 is here, says that he was out on the farm and he died here. And he can't leave because he's looking for his wife. I mean, these are the type of things that you know. It's like you're, you're piecing together a puzzle, and you're doing detective work like a murder mystery. It's no different.
5: After
3: you uh, do your preliminary investigation, um, what's your next step? Uh, for example, if a house is being haunted and you and your and your uh, medium concur that there are there is paranormal activity happening within the four walls of this house how do you proceed how do you kind of get the entity or get the spirit to,
4: to cross well yeah. yeah i mean it depends if they're hostile you know i mean and that's really what you're always afraid you don't know what you're walking into ever you know and usually when you approach the front of the area you feel it right away Mm-hmm. and so um you try to help them the medium does their job you know they try to talk to them and see what it is that they need kind of like a nurse to a patient in the hospital what can i get for you what what's ailing you it's really it's the same kind of psychology you you have to treat them as if they were still here on earth you know with respect and then if you're dealing with a hostile situation i mean it's it can it can be dangerous i mean you don't know what you're coming up against so you try to help them cross and it's not always like that there are places um on our globe that have uh very dark spots and impressions and things that will not leave that manifest and other things come in and it's just an open portal of bad stuff and sometimes you just you can't it's like you can't solve all the problems of you know the world but you can try to get most of them so no different walk away you know
3: when when you're in a home that is that is haunted or there is paranormal activity uh, do do you feel the cold spots do you see any proof of telekinetic happenings going on do you oh, talk you definitely to the pe- feel temperature
4: changes really and, yeah i mean you know i mean it's 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 you don't even need um emf you know readers mm-hmm. and and things like that and thermal scanning i mean it's great to have all that obviously because it just validates that there is indeed a temperature drop, you know, in a certain spot in a room, which which indicates because when it, when a, a ghost is there, um, they're cold, and you know, there's, there's what we call spirit cold. Is really a real term. So there's a difference, and it's energy. And um, it, people used to think, oh, because a ghost is cold because they're dead and it's creepy. It's really because they don't have, they're not flesh, you know, so they don't have a, a temperature regulator. So it's energy, and it's a lot of it, and it's just—it's a cold spot. That's really what it is. Um, so you feel it right away, and even if you're a skeptic, you—you mm-hmm. you definitely can walk into a place and feel its history, and it can leave an impression. Whether you choose to accept it is, is really an individual choice, but you feel the—the the difference between one area to the next in one locality. So.
3: Now, what about the people after you and your associates are able to? determine whether or not the house is indeed haunted what do you do next
5: well you you
4: try to connect with whoever's doing the haunting mm-hmm. you know listen uh, joe and bob it's time for you to cross you understand that you're here and you should not be here that you know we all love you but you know you need to cross over and find your loved ones and you try to help them and it takes a lot of energy to do that and you know if you go back into the day of having seances and things like that you you have your energy versus their energy to help them push them towards what a lot of people believe is the light, you know, where you go to, to find that peace. Because it's not peaceful to be here. I mean, would you want to be here stuck between the world you left and the world that you're supposed to go to? And It's really not a happy situation, so you really want to help that. And the people involved. If there's a horrible haunting, mm-hmm. that, that to me is the scariest thing in that respect because what do you do? What if you can't get them to cross? You know, it doesn't always happen that way, and sometimes there are people that move. They move from their house because it's so bad. You know, and I believe people are haunted too. That's another topic for people another are, time.
3: People can be haunted.
4: Oh yeah, I believe it. They just there are things that can follow them for that they're just the target, and it happens. I mean, there was that movie, um, The Entity, which is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, and Barbara Hirsh, uh, Hershey, I think, uh, played the lead role as the girlfriend. She had dated this man who uh, was very rough with her. He was killed in a motorcycle accident. She was pregnant with his son. He didn't know. Um, after the son was grown, she was moving around in California, and all of a sudden things started happening to her. Violent things were happening to her and her son in her house, and she was being attacked, which later on the parapsychologist found out was the ex-boyfriend. Wow. Yeah, and that was based on a true story. That was a very intense movie. So.
3: When Does holy water work? We've seen this on
5: television.
4: <laughs> I uh, don't know, but I'll get a whole gallon of it if it does. I mean, you know I, don't, you know, I don't know. I think words are very powerful, and if you've ever noticed, they take the water and then they say these incantations off yes. the Bible. Is it the words coming from a priest versus the water itself being blessed? Mm-hmm. by somebody that has is a man of the cloth or you know. I I wonder. I don't know. It's a good question because I wonder if if it's just all mental, it's what you say the verbiage to the entity that does it.
3: 18775288255 is toll free throughout the US, Canada, Alaska and Hawaii. My special guest is the one and only Alexandra Holzer. Her website is www.hauntingholzer.com. Dot .com how about a poltergeist when articles are zinging across the room uh there is definite um haunting uh, not haunting but there is definite paranormal activity that can be seen by those within the uh the um, the house or wherever the poltergeist activity is have you ever come across any of those
4: not yet no not yet and i hope not thank you very much <laughs> i oh, want to live a long
5: on. life Oh, come on. Uh,
4: I, no, I haven't. I know I know it exists. I know it's happened.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, it, that's just a really violent situation, and it's an angered situation. And the first thing that I would want to do if, if I ever walked into that was to really help the people being affected of the living by that and then of the dead, so to speak, to stop it and grow up and cross over because they're acting like children. Mm-hmm. And it's dangerous and it's not funny. Because sometimes children do things that are very dangerous as well. You know, it's the same thing. But you can't see this coming because you can't see them. So that's scary.
3: But You know, you, you just mentioned children. And uh, have you been in any homes where there have been children, where there where there is definitely paranormal activity going on? And if so, how do the children react?
4: Yeah, well, there, there's a family uh, probably a couple of towns away um that very nice people that actually the husband works with my father my father sorry my husband works with the father of the family mm-hmm. and um you know they yeah they have they have uh two kids but they're not small i mean they're they're in the teens but they also live at home and uh they you know it's a family thing you know when children are really really small parents do protect the children from anything that's going on and they try to explain to them you know why things are happening, mm-hmm. children get scared by, you know, nature. If it's a thunderstorm or, you know, loud noises at night, they just, they wake up there in fear. That's natural. Um, but, you know, it's, it's between the parent and trying to protect the child, and you have an investigator come into the home. It's almost like the doctor visiting the child if they're sick. You know, you have to be very careful with that and, and kind of make it a game for them. Yeah. And uh, like I said, in a lot of situations, people do end up moving from their house because there's horrible things that are going on, and nothing's helping. They're just really bad places.
3: What is your take on the Amityville horror?
4: Oh, Amityville, let me tell you, the funny thing is, I'm actually going to be getting a lot of the original photos from the house when my father was there investigating. Wow. Yeah, because all the conferences that I'm doing, I spoke to my manager, and I said, you know, my father's approved this because, you know, I have respect for my father. My father, you can't, people think, oh, he's your father, you can take things. It's not true. No. I have to ask permission. And now that I'm doing conferences, I would like to do an Amityville segment and show mm-hmm. the audience and the fans what it was like back in 1974, three, four days after the murders when he was in that house, with medium Ethel Johnson Myers and what they found in that house. So that's going to be up and coming. Um, but my take on it, yeah, very sad. Um, my father felt that you know he was possessed to create this, and that's something... You know, the Indian chief spirit took him over to, to create the murders and get them off the land, and maybe. Um, you know, they were very ritualistic back then, you know, uh, just like Egyptians, you know, curses. Um, I, I tend to believe the latter. There's still evidence. There, I mean, they, there's a lot of things that happened during that case. The police department apparently made mistakes um, back then. I wouldn't doubt it. People make mistakes regardless. I'm up in the air with that. I mean, there was a brutal murder that took mm-hmm. place, and that's where I lean towards. I lean towards the humane, you know, humane side of it. I think after that happened, that's when the house developed all that paranormal activity because it was a horrible murder. So you have your ghost, the recipe for a ghost. But,
3: now, now what, is your, what does your husband think about you going out there doing ghost hunting and investigating the paranormal?
4: Well, I don't. It's not too much of that as it is. I do a lot of stuff from home, and the conferences that are coming up, and the book, and actually writing for for TV and things like that, and, and dealing with people in the industry. He, you know, he just says whatever you need. Okay, you know, I mean, uh-huh. he's he's grown as a person. He wasn't always um, a believer. His mother's very spiritual, which is really funny. So she and I gang up on him, so he loses. <laughs> but um, he's grown from this experience, because a lot of his family has come back and given messages that I couldn't possibly know, because we've never talked about family members going way back, and Mm -hmm. so it gets validated through people in his family that I wouldn't have known. And so he really has come a long way and believes and and embraces it, because he knows that now when we talk about TV and the media, we need to kind of bring it back a bit and revisit history and give it respect, because it's about life at the end of the day, so...
3: Have you ever done any research in a graveyard?
4: Um, no. I mean, you know, and the thing about graveyards that really um, bother me, and I've, I've been there, I've taken photo shoots mm-hmm. there, and it's really sad because I think it's almost like, you know, when some people have been, um, that have passed horribly, and then they're put down into the ground. I'm wondering if some of those ghosts that we catch on film, Yes. are the poor disembodied members that were placed there and they don't know where else to go because of how they died. Mm-hmm. It's, graveyards, I mean, you know, you've got you've got a lot of souls that were there. You know, it's it's, it's a resting ground for all intents and purposes. And it's, it's like, to me, a breeding ground for things to occur and, and negative energy, not always positive. And there's been tape recordings mm-hmm. of people moaning and sobbing and and they're you know it's just it's it's horrible
3: alexander please stand by you and i have to take our final break for this hour we will be back on the other side of this commercial set when we come back we'll take a look at who's going to be on with us tomorrow night and uh, take a retro back retro look back there you go on tonight's show my name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, one 877 or you can always send an email to exxon at talkstarradio.com. Alexandra Holzer and I will be back on the other side of this news, uh, this commercial break as the Exxon continues right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away.
6: If you're sick of hearing how bad things are in the mortgage industry, or if you have an adjustable rate mortgage that's resetting and bleeding you dry, or worse, you've been scared off by all the doom and gloom, now is the time to take action to get the mortgage you deserve. Even if you've been turned down before or your credit isn't perfect. There's only one way to get the very best deal on a mortgage, and that's to have hundreds or even thousands of mortgage companies compete for your loan. Today, you get to choose from the very best of hundreds or even thousands of lenders, bidding for your loan. We'll do all the work for you, filtering out the offers you wouldn't want to see. All you have to do is select the best bid. Just go to bidonmyloan24.com. That's bidonmyloan24.com. You get better rates when lenders bid. Go to BidOnMyLoan24.com and take control of your mortgage loan. Get the very best deal on your mortgage. Go to BidOnMyLoan24.com.
3: Whether it's the arrival of Planet X in 2012, the Earth's crazy weather cycles, our deadly global warming armageddon ufos ets terrorism the critical mass 2008 presidential elections dr jason rand talks the talk and walks the walk being a twice nominated grammy record producer recording artist publisher lecturer ufo et researcher and investigator and best-selling author of the return of planet x mankind's ongoing legacy with a brown dwarf star dr jason rand truly does walk the walk and talk the talk For more information on Dr. Jason Rand or to order The Return of Planet X, visit his website at www.returnofplanet-x.com or call 901-336-9660. And where will you be in the year 2012? I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. Dr. William Schneed, we talked to him about being a, a criminologist. Oriella McCarthy, relationship expert who revealed how to stop making the same mistakes. Dick D. Bold was with us. And Alexander Holzer is my guest this hour, talking about investigating the paranormal. On tomorrow night's show, we have uh, Jules Nodet talking about the daily live of the 12 of the holiest people in the world. Serona Knight is with us uh, doing dream interpretations. Marie D. Jones talking about the 2012 phenomenon. And then Bob Honeycutt from the Georgia Ghost Society. That's all tomorrow night here on The Zone. First of all, Alexander, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Always a great pleasure having you on the show, and I wish you continued success. In the field that you've uh, decided to call your own.
4: Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm trying, and I really don't want to, um, you know, I really want to break away from what's going on right now and try to kind of go back, and I'm really happy that a lot of people are coming out and feeling comfortable about helping other people when they have, you know, a situation, because that's really what it's about at the end of the day. And um, if we can get it on TV and do it great, you know, and help people, that's fine. You know, I think it's awesome. I'm trying to do the same thing. hmm so it's no different, and actually it's uh, I do have something based off of my father um, that I might be doing him justice if something he wanted to do 50 years ago might be coming to fruition, and I hopefully I'll be able to help uh, make that come true for him while he's still of the living. So it's a lot of good stuff.
3: How have you seen the research being done in the paranormal um, change or advance since you started right. watching your dad many years ago?
4: Right. Well, that's the thing, because I have him and I know all the work and, and, you know, I've been, you know, paying attention. I think we just have advanced technology and we have more of an awareness and a desire to want to know. And I think we've always had it. Mm -hmm. I just think because we're just more advanced with technology, we can showcase it more. So once you do that, then you've got more people coming out saying, oh, yeah, okay, if you say it's okay, then I can tell you about my situation. Sure. That's really all it is, but it's always been here since, you know, man, you know, it's no different. So I just I just want to help people, and I want to, you know, go along with others that are my peers that are ahead of me, people who are learning before me, mm-hmm. and just, you know, do good. Just do good stuff.
3: In your opinion, where is the most haunted place in America?
4: My house. is four noisy ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> really?
3: Your house is haunted?
4: No. <laughs> It will be if one of them don't behave. If we have one oh. child, we're going to have uh, a ghost.
5: Uh. Oh, my um, gosh.
4: Now, it's, um, oh, God, there's just too many. There's too many. I mean, I think Europe. There's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. places in Europe, a lot of monasteries. But in New York City, which is where I grew up, and I still live just outside of New York City, there's a lot of mansions, mm-hmm. uh, hotel rooms, pubs that used to be stables for very well-known actors. Um, downtown in the uh, lower end of Manhattan, lower level. Very haunted still.
3: Alexandra, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Take care of yourself. Always great talking to you, and uh, please give my best to your dad.
4: I will. Thank you so much.
3: Take care, honey. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Alexandra Holzer www.hauntingholzer.com Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. I'd like to thank my producer at Master Control, the one and only Batman, for keeping us up on those three big satellites in the Sky Galaxy for RTL Star 7 and Aglia 2 and around the world on talkstarradio.com Streaming Audio. Keith Friedman at uh, Consolidated Streaming. Thank you, buddy, for keeping our video feed going. And I'll be back with you tomorrow night at 10 o'clock as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. So until tomorrow night, X-Zone Nation, do me a favor. Take care of each other, you know, and also take care of this planet. It's the only one we've got. And last but not least, always keep your eyes to the sky and
0: your heart to the light. Good night.